0: Coming to you from the Eon Project Studios, overlooking the vast, pristine acreage of Primrose Village. Greetings from this hidden gem of the Blackstone Valley. You're listening to Experts of Nothing with Mike and Jay. Hola, amigo. Oh, hey, friend.
1: You can also listen to us in Spanish by pressing the SAP button on your radio. What does SAP stand for? Spanish and people.
0: Spanish and people? Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that onion rings are a healthy alternative to French fries? Like if you order a combo meal, and you say, "Give me the onion rings instead of the fries." Do I would, you feel like you're doing something right. I would say that
1: most people would say yes because onions are are considered a vegetable, right? That's right. But however, it's not. It's not a vegetable. <laughs> no, the it, it is not a healthy alternative. Oh, because of the oils
0: that are absorbed by the breading the fried breaded nature of yeah, it
1: it makes it worse than the french fry oh. if i'm not mistaken
0: i like them though i like the french oh, f- of course everybody likes me. onion
1: rings but they're just not good for you
0: you know i was at a restaurant last night and i had steak fries yeah but they're not made out of steak see they lie no but they're thick uh, wide they're cut steak fries they're wide cut just like beef steak tomatoes mm.
1: those are not there's not made out of meat there's tomato.
0: A, there's a local uh, eating establishment here. It's uh, I'm gonna give them a plug. I don't eating care. Maybe they maybe they listen to the show. Maybe they will give us free food. Maybe it's called Cello's, mm. and there's several locations here in the. Uh, I I too enjoy Cello's, Rhode Island area, and they have a there's a staple, uh, a very signature sandwich that they have there. It's a roast beef sandwich on a bulky roll. I, yes, I've had it many many times, and uh, it just comes the meat, the meat on the roll. It's just meat and roll. So you got to add a little A1 sauce. No,
1: to it. excuse me.
0: Yes, you add A1
1: sauce to your giant. Uh, roast beef from you have cellos. to you have to why you have to add a little bit of savoriness you don't have to add a one sauce yes it's you perfect do the way it is you can't eat the meat no, like it's, that it's, it's fine it's juicy roast beef it's too dry it's not too dry it's juicy it's too dry it's so juicy in fact that the roll itself becomes all gooey and gro- groupy. It, it only becomes moist if you put a little bit of a topping no, it's on not it not true it's delicious the way and you know what you're ruining life by putting a1 sauce in everything let me tell you something a1 sauce is overrated it's it's it first of all you have you've bought A1 sauce in the store, right? You've ever bought it before? Yes. It's very expensive. It's like $6 for a little bottle. That's because it's it's it's
0: brown uh, gold, glory no, in a it's over, bottle. No, it's
1: overpowering in nature. And you know what my wife actually told me something about A1 sauce mm. uh, that I didn't know?
0: It has anchovy paste in it. It does. Which makes it even worse. You don't like anchovies? No. What is an anchovy? It's a fish. Is it a fish or the the way that you prepare the fish?
1: I don't know. I thought it was a kind of fish. Anyway, it was anyway, a good sandwich. A one sauce ruins everything. Don't buy it.
0: And then I put vinegar on my steak fries, and my wife gets mad at me. Oh, because I like it Smells like farts.
1: No, I like put. I like to. <laughs> I like to put malt vinegar on French fries. Mm, anyway, sorry we devolved into arguments about A one sauce. But uh, so this week's episode, we're gonna tease the topic. Uh, we're gonna talk about something that's a very interesting uh, phenomenon that's occurred over the years, and that is famous people who have faked their own death mm. or. Possibly, perhaps they did. Perhaps they didn't. Sure. Some of them you've heard of. Some of them you probably haven't. That's right. But uh, last, what did we do last week? We had a br- very good show last week.
0: Oh, we, I don't really remember.
1: We talked about the most outlandish conspiracy theories of all time. Oh, we
0: did. Yes.
1: And uh, some of them, we got some good feedback from that program.
0: We had that. Uh, we have that promotion going on too. Yep. Still, still, still going, going on. on. Still going on. Get a free custom guitar if you leave the hundredth review on iTunes. We're up to about. Yeah, um, we got like seven. Seven ish. <laughs> Seven thousand reviews. Yeah, a lot of reviews. They're coming in.
1: They're coming. They're coming in in droves.
0: Fast and F- furious type, like
1: yeah. Go to iTunes. Give us a rating. Five five is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a a, a good plug. Write you know we have
0: The the ratings we do have, we haven't had one less than five.
1: Nope. they've been great. So thank you for your support of this program. Oh,
0: thanks. Anyway, yeah. So we have a. Um, you know what? Before I. Say, oh yeah, yeah, before yeah go. Before you ahead.
1: get to that, I want to mention something. On the way over here to the palatial Eon Project Studios, I noticed that the uh, access road. You know, as you come up towards the security gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they, the machine gun turret is. Yes. There's a lot of potholes. Okay. And I wanted to ask you, you you're a very, uh, you know, you're a very valuable member of the community, upstanding. Can't you get this these potholes fixed? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Potholes everywhere. Mm.
0: They just eat your tires up. You know, this this is a, uh, it's really a, uh, it's a Rhode Island thing. Uh-huh. It's it's like a virus in this state because we're poor. Uh, The I'm state poor. is poor. Well, they, because they mismanage the money. Oh, well, and, who doesn't? Uh, they what? never have money to fix it. Uh-huh. Fix the roads and things. But, but yet,
1: they still ask for your money.
0: But did you see where Domino's is fixing potholes? What is up with that? I
1: did see that. Yeah, it's some sort of publicity stunt where they come out and fix your potholes if you uh, if you report them.
0: Oh, anyway, so anyway. halfway point of the show, we're, uh, we're pro- promoting a new musical act here on the uh, on the program. Cool. And we love music. This is a real musical act, not the fake ones that we've put out in the past. That's right. No, no, no. This is real. <laughs> this is an actual uh, band, oh. which uh, we'll talk more about. Uh, we're going to play their song. We'll talk more about them about, uh, about halfway through the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So let's just dive right in. Let's dive. we have a lot of material. Don't dive
0: in. into the shallow end, though. We're
1: going to talk today about celebrity. Well, it, it's important to know. We're going to talk about famous people who have maybe faked their own death. But when you do research into people faking their own death, it, it is something that happens a lot mm. uh, with, with normal folk. Uh, but those stories are less interesting, and, and you wouldn't know these people anyway. Most right. of the time, people fake their own death because they want to get out of... Get out of debt debt, or marriages that they don't like. Trying to avoid the mafia. Yeah. But you know, in today's world, I was actually discussing with a a friend of the program the other day, Mr. Jeff, Mm. who actually is opening up his new establishment, uh, The Outhouse Restaurant and Bar, uh, down in uh, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hi, Jeff. Quick quick plug out to Jeff, who listens to this program. Anyway, we're discussing. uh, Imagine how easy it must have been to disappear, you know, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. Yes. we could probably just disappear pretty easy. Yeah. You know, they didn't have... Uh, you know, you didn't have credit card uh, receipts to track you. You didn't have cell phones. You couldn't. You you could just disappear into the wilderness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, today, it's probably a lot harder to disappear and fake your own death. That's right. But anyway, so the first person we're going to talk about, and you're going to see kind of a recurring theme, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today, and that's because of a a lot of the fake your fake their own death celebrity stories involve the music industry. Some mm-hmm. don't, but some do, and I don't know why that is. But uh, the music industry has long been uh, one for fantastical stories and lore mm. and legends and things like that.
0: I think maybe because the music lives on, you know, you could be dead. Sure, 50 no, that's years. a great
1: point. Because then, right? Because you, you, how can they be dead? I can still hear his voice. Exactly. Well, oh. so the first person I'm going to talk about is actually really interesting because of that very thing. You remember the early
0: 1990s, right? Oh, what a, what a good time that was! Great time, in my life.
1: Good times in, in. I was at
0: parties, drunken parties. Yep. They were girls. You weren't uh, assaulting anyone. No. Absolutely Good thing not. You're,
1: not, you're not being nominated for the Supreme Court. I'd be in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, the early 90s is a great time, especially for hip-hop music. Hip-hop really became uh, a big thing back in the early 90s. You had Dr. Dre, you had Snoop Doggity Dog, and uh, Biggie Smalls, the mm-hmm. notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. But perhaps the, most, the best of them, and, and one of the most talented uh, hip-hop artists of all time, was none other than Mr. Tupac Shakur. Oh, Tupac. You've heard of Tupac. That wasn't his birth name. I, I had it written down, but I that wasn't that his It wasn't birth his name. birth name? No, it was oh. actually changed it to It was
0: Three Pac. And then he uh, he didn't realize he wasn't as tall as they thought and so they called him Tupac.
1: It may have been. But in the early nineties, Mr. Tupac was everywhere. He had hit records, he was starring in movies. He was in that movie Poetic Justice with uh Janet Jackson.
0: Janet Oh oh that was Janet Jackson. Yeah. It was yeah Janet okay.
1: Jackson. And then he was in um uh uh, above the Rim with uh, uh, some other people. Okay. Anyway, he was in a bunch of movies, and he came from the streets. Mm-hmm. He was born in New York City, but he moved to into uh, Los Angeles in ni- in the 1980s. But soon after becoming famous, uh, he became embroiled in the whole East Coast West Coast rap war. Which which side were you on in the East Coast West Coast? Oh, rap I was an war? East Coast rapper.
0: Yeah. Why? No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I my my rapping days, my uh, love of rap music ended <laughs> with the Fat Boys when they started oh, dying the fat off. Boys.
1: You know what the Fat Boys did? Uh, wipe out. It was yeah. a very famous video. I had it on tape. I had a VHS tape to so watch it over and over again. That's right. Love that video.
0: They were in a good movie called The Disorderlies as <laughs> the well. Disorderlies. They played three overweight order- comedic orderlies in a. What uh, happened to the fat boys? They all died home. of diabetes. Probably. Anyway,
1: so soon after getting famous, uh, he got involved in this whole East Coast West Coast rap war, which I admittedly understand very little, as I just demonstrated. In any case, September 9th, nineteen ninety six, Mister Tupac, which I keep calling him, and a friend slashed. Criminal mastermind Suge Knight. You ever see Suge Knight? He's just an enormous. He's dude. large. He's a big dude. Hey, actually, you know what? Shug Shug Knight is a is a, a very controversial figure in the hip hop industry. He's been to jail a few times. Mm. He's known for his uh um his gangsterish antics, sure, and running his business. But a, a very famous, real quick uh, anecdote I heard about him. Remember when Vanilla Ice first came famous? Yes, in the nineties, and uh, he proclaimed he was from the streets. Uh, actually, he was not. He was like middle class kid and. Mm. You ever see him now? He like he has—he has a home improvement show. He does. He's,
0: he's reinvented he himself. Seems like a
1: pretty good dude, anyway. But back in the day, he was—he—he he claimed he was from the streets. But anyway, there's a famous story about Suge Knight and his men apparently hanging Vanilla Ice over a balcony, many, many stories in the air, right?
0: By his ankles. By his ankles. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what he did. He pissed them off for some for some reason.
1: <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so Tupac was at this uh, Mike Tyson fight, September 9th, 1996, in Las Vegas. And after leaving the fight, persons unknown drove alongside the vehicle that Tupac was a passenger in and shot him multiple times. He lingered in the hospital for a few days and he later died. Mm. Or so you think. So you think. For years, people have speculated that Tupac faked his own death. This speculation is probably fueled by the fact that months and even years after his supposed death, Tupac continued to release new music. That's right. Now, we know that you know a lot of times musical artists record lots of material that either sometimes gets released... Sometimes it doesn't get released. sometimes it gets you know moved on to later later in, or never gets released to the public at all. Um, so that explains why he would still be coming out with music. A lot sure. of, a lot of the stuff that, that artists record never gets released. Um, but it's cooler to think that he maybe he was alive and faked his own death. And you'd think that that would be the end of it. and you'd be wrong. oh. Why, why, have, why am I wrong? We have more to discuss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have evidence. Uh, of Tupac. We have evidence of him being alive? Being alive. Well, kind of. And this is actually where it, this gets the story even gets weirder than it normally is. In July 2018, which is just a few months ago, yep. a man calling himself Noah appeared on Apex TV, which is a website slash YouTube channel thingy that specializes in paranormal stuff and weird... What are you doing over there?
0: And that nobody you... ever goes to or visits?
1: Apex TV. Never spe- heard of it. Specializes in all that weird stuff. Anyway... Noah claimed to be a time traveler from the year 2030, and he was stuck in our present time. In addition to making all sorts of claims about the future, uh, this guy Noah was actually taking calls and and taking questions from people about the future. You could call into this show that he was on and ask him some questions. So somebody called in and asked him about Tupac, and Noah stated, indeed, Tupac is alive in 2030, and that he faked his own death in 1996. He was actually shot in an assassination attempt by the Illuminati, who wanted to kill Tupac mm-hmm. because he refused to join their organization. Whoa! They shot him, uh, and so his friends and family uh, conspired to say that he was dead to keep him from the clutches
0: of the Illuminati. Well, let me ask you this. If the Illuminati was involved, wouldn't they find uh, a more interesting and more secretive way to kill somebody than, than in a public? drive-by shooting? You would think so. They would make it, they would make it cooler hmm. somehow. Um, but if you ever
1: want to laugh or waste a few precious life minutes, look up Apex TV. They have all sorts of videos about time travelers, UFOs, and whatnots. Everything looks one hundred percent fake. Yeah, uh, it's terrible. This guy Noah, I watched. I actually did watch a video with him. Complete
0: nonsense. Mm-hmm. The guy is not even a good actor. Um, so if I click on Apex TV, will it bring me to some other strange sites or like, no? No, is it's it like a, put it's like a like virus a, on my computer. It's like
1: a repository of oh. of videos for this kind of thing.
0: Not a suppository. No, that's, okay. that's
1: something different that requires you to lie on your side and lubricate. Something. Oh, it
0: sounds like you've had a few of those in your day, perhaps. Okay. Anyway,
1: so Tupac's alive in 2030, so look out for that.
0: 20. Well, how old would he be by 2030? You think?
1: Well, let's see. He was only 20. Uh, was he 20? He's young. He was young man. He was only in the, like mid Early 20s. Yeah. Okay. When he
0: when he was killed. So, so. 20. How many is this? 15, 25, 30. How many? I don't know, man. I'm not good at math. All right, whatever. He'd be older.
1: Anyway, so Tupac's still alive. That's your proof. Well, yeah, Noah says so. He's a time traveler from the year twenty. Okay. You ever notice that the time travelers, that like, and 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 this not to go off the deep end on this, but there was another video that I watched on Apex TV, not to give them a plug. This guy claimed to be uh, from our time, but he traveled to the year five thousand mm. uh, to to see things. And according to him, the Earth is covered with water Okay. and people live on top of the water kind of floating around sounds which like i've heard of, this before sounds like water called waterworld with okay. Kevin Costner which is a terrible movie oh, that was great although uh, Dennis Hopper was in it and he was Gene Triplehorn was, Triple was in it. Gene Triplehorn was in it she was an attractive lady back then you think in the day. so she's
0: got an odd look to her she's a
1: unique unique look Did to you her.
0: enjoy the gills no but anyway would you be Den- into gill play if if you had if a lady well, had gills know, on there, her neck
1: this, this fetish is for everything man oh all right but anyway uh, Dennis Hopper played a pretty good role in that movie yeah. he's, he's an interesting actor yeah yeah Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So, like, he visited the year 5,000. The Earth is covered with water. Uh, and supposedly, he brought back proof. And he showed it on TV. Mm-hmm. He took a picture. Of the latest iPhone. No. Oh. He, he took a picture of Los Angeles okay. covered with water. And he showed it to the camera. Now, what this looks like is a picture of Los Angeles that someone colored water over the top of. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check it out. It's awesome. Okay. You would think that in the year 5,000, they would have better equipment. To uh, something to document al- yeah. something like
0: that, <laughs> something along those lines that drives me crazy. Have you ever been? I mean, you've been to uh, uh, you know movies. You've been to uh, sporting events. Things that that have stadium style seating. Correct. Yeah, I love
1: stadium style seating.
0: So one thing that drives me nuts is people with poor stadium seating etiquette.
1: Oh, even like they stand up in front of you.
0: Well, no. Well, yeah. But here, here's here's an example of something that I recently was uh, subjected to. Okay. okay. I was at a sporting event and I was in a row of people, okay? And on my end, there were like three or four people on the end of this row, uh-huh. okay? There was another man in the middle of the, like directly in the middle of the row. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then to his right, there was only like one other person, okay? okay? So the stairwells on either side of the row were equidistant to this man.
1: Oh, and he, he tried to push past you. He got of going up the other and he way. went
0: by my <laughs> side, which inconvenienced four or five people. Yes.
1: Why would he go that way? Why wouldn't he go the other way? Right. I don't know. But you know, it brings up a good point because they, they and, and I know that I'm much larger than I was when I was a child, but to me, it seems like they made these seats smaller and they make the this, this space between them smaller. Mm. You can't, you used to be able to just, you know, kind of scoot your legs, yeah, move to, your the legs side to the side. No, you can't. You, can get, you
0: can't. do that if you're going to actually stand up. And you got to get up and you yeah. got to push back. And sometimes they rub against you and, and then their butt is in your face. It's okay sometimes when it's that's a, good, but it's sometimes it's okay when it's, it's an attractive uh, right. older lady. Sure. Like, but. A man? Like a triple cougar. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I was mad.
1: Anyway, yeah, I understand what you're saying and, and people should have more courtesy. Or you know what's even better? You know I'm and I think you're the same way as me. My wife it drives my wife crazy. I have to be extremely early for everything. Mm. Every event, movies, shows, sporting events I have to be there early. And if it's not assigned seating, I like to sit on the on the end yes. so that I can get out easy. Right, I, I want to be able to sit on the aisle. So we we'll use, use, so. well, use the bathroom a lot, or i well, use the bathroom, We'll just to get out if there's an emergency. I'm always thinking tactically, sure, you know, tactically proficiency. And anyway, uh, it drives me nuts that people expect you to move down. No, I was here. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. No. You get the middle seat, and you get stuck when the fire when the gunfire starts.
0: That's right. Anyway, so. all right. What do you got next?
1: All right. So next, this is one that actually has a lot of history behind it. So this one it could fill multiple shows in and of itself. But we won't do that today. We will just get into the, uh, the we'll, we will braise and bro, braise? Bruce? braise the topic. A man who needs no introduction, a person so evil and disgusting that people call their political opponents by his name, even though the real person was infinitely more a terrible person than anyone you can imagine, Adolf Elizabeth Hitler. Do you know his, his middle name was Elizabeth? No. Yes, he was descended from a long line of English queens. Okay. Anyway, as we all know, Hitler was the most hated man in the world uh, around, the, around the time of World War II, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. As we all know from our studies, did you study? Did you do a lot of studying? I did a little
0: studying, but I was pretty smart in school.
1: As we all know from our studies, Germany bit off a little more than it could chew by trying to fight a world war on multiple fronts, uh, and I'm not going to get into the, to World War II specifically. Mm-hmm. However, by the spring of 1945, it began to be accepted by most, of, most people in the world, including the German army, that they were going to lose. Hiding out in his bunker in Berlin with his concubine, one mm. Eva Braun, who was actually pretty attractive. She wasn't pictures? bad. She was not bad. Hitler was not a good-looking dude. No, and he, you know, he was much older than her. He did well for himself with, with, with Eva Braun. Of course, she was a crazy, crazy evil person, too, I think. Well, to be with him. Mm. What kind of sex life you think they had?
0: Not much. I think it was no? asexual. You think so? Yeah.
1: Really? I think so. Did you see th- think, things about that? I or? think
0: Hitler was uh, impotent.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he's hiding out with Eva Braun in the bunker in Berlin, and he was despondent at this point uh-huh. spring of 1945. He was so close to achieving world domination, but now it looked like any moment he was going to get sacked by the encroaching Russian army mm-hmm. who was making it into the city limits. According to most accounts, at this point, Hitler order- issued orders to his most loyal troops that they should retreat to the mountains and conduct guerrilla operations against the enemies of Mother Germany for as long as possible. And then on 30th of April, 1945, he commenced to shooting himself in the head in, in his Berlin bunker. Eva Braun died also. She took cyanide poisoning. Mm-hmm. Then, based on orders that he gave prior to his suicide, Hitler and his wife, or she was actually his wife for one day. They got married. Oh, that's right. And, uh, and then the next day he, they killed themselves. Uh, he, he had issued orders that they, their bodies were to be taken out of the bunker and doused in gasoline and set afire so that they would not be defiled by the advancing Russians. That's and, right. So that ends the story.
0: Or does it? Mm. Not the History Channel doesn't think so.
1: No, conspiracy theories about Hitler faking his own death and escaping Germany actually started almost immediately because uh, after the German leader died. Because in 1945, July 1945, just a couple months after this, at a press conference, uh, Russian leader Joseph Stalin himself was asked how Hitler died, and Stalin said, "Quote: He's living in Spain or Argentina." Mm. Was this a joke? Was it? Stalin didn't seem to be much a com- like a comedian. Did you think he was, no. He seemed kind of Kind of a
0: serious dude. He had a serious mustache, though. (laughs) He
1: he did. Based on the Stalin statement, a kind of sort of mythology started to grow that Hitler had, in fact, escaped and was living in South America. This isn't as far-fetched as one might think, as multiple Nazi officers and political folk did, in fact, make it out of Germany after the war, and they settled in South America. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adolf Eichmann... That's right. ...was a... SS Lieutenant Colonel who was responsible for the death camps of Auschwitz and Treblanca and, and amongst other nasty things.
0: Actually, they just made a movie about that. Did you see that? No, what was it called? Uh, it was called The Finale, I believe. Oh! And it starred the guy that played uh, Poe Dameron in the uh, Star Wars oh, movies. Oh,
1: Poe, yes. I think his
0: name is Isaac or Oscar Isaac. But uh, they made a movie about that, about the, uh, the, well, cer- the search for Eichmann in, uh, in South America.
1: Well, it's funny you mentioned that because he was, uh, anyway, he was responsible for the death camp so he was not a, not a nice man. Uh, but he escaped to Brazil and was actually working at a Mercedes-Benz plant when Israeli Mossad agents tracked him down in 1960, mm. he was lu- he was brought back and he was actually hung. Is it hang or hung? He
0: was hung. He was hung. He's hung? Good for him. Or he was hanged.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Joseph Mengele, the Nazi who actually was, did disgusting medical experiments on prisoners and mostly women and kids yep. in, in the Auschwitz death camp, also made it to South America where, despite years later, uh, he was living under his own name, uh, no one could seem to deport him. They, they had some sort of legal fight to get him back, and yep. he, he was eluding authorities, and he was living in South America. Anyway, he lived until 1979 when he died while—he uh, drowned while swimming. Apparently, he had some sort of think he had a stroke. hemorrhage or stroke yeah. or something, and he died in Brazil.
0: So he never came— uh, Never ne- came to ne- justice. That's right. That's so, right. I mean,
1: in 1979. So he lived a, a really long time after the— after. You know what
0: else is in South America that we still never found? Well, The Nazi bell. You remember? Oh, yes. The Die Glocke. Die Glocke. Anyway, so— did Hitler escape
1: and live in South America? I know there's a lot of conjecture that he may have. But besides that theory, there's a there's actually a lot of theories. There's too many to, to count here, but um, here's just a, a few quick ones. According to some theories, Hitler escaped in a submarine that went to a secret Nazi base in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. To do what? We don't know. It's cold down there. Do penguins live in Antarctica or is it the Arctic?
0: Uh, they live in Antarctica. There are no penguins in the north. There are no the penguins north. in the north. That's right. But there are
1: polar bears.
0: There are polar bears in the north.
1: Do polar bears eat penguins?
0: There are no polar bears in the so south. So they can't eat penguins. So they don't come together at any oh. time.
1: See, I like penguins. Penguins look like cool dudes. I would like to hang out with the penguins. Oh. They seem like guys, nice guys. Anyway, so potentially he went to Antarctica. So there is actually evidence that the Nazis did send exploratory missions to Antarctica be- uh, before and during World War II, but we're not quite sure what the hell they were doing there. Sure. They were just in- examining the ice flows or something. Ooh. Here's another one. He went to the moon. The Nazis built a base on the moon. Somehow, yeah, decades before the technology existed to get people to the moon, but
0: supposedly, well, they didn't. had secret. The Nazis had secret advanced technologies. Well, yes, that's, that's true.
1: However, the most talented Nazi scientists were actually brought to America in Operation Paperclip, as you may or may not know, mm. and were used in our space program. So theoretically, they would not have, if if they couldn't get to the moon until twenty years after that, then right, how were they doing it before that and building bases? Anyway. To add to the actual mystery surrounding Hitler's death, the people who had possession of Hitler's remains, namely the Russians, were the ones that were spreading rumors that he was still alive. They did this as part of a disinformation campaign against the West as we all know. This was the beginning of what would become the Cold War. Right. So for many years the Russians had these bones but refused to have them tested or released. Finally, March and July, March and July, which is weird how it happened two two months, in uh, 2017, the Russian Foreign Service Bureau, their successor to the KGB, gave a French team of pathologists access to Hitler's jawbone and teeth. Really? Yes. Oh, how did I miss this? This is interesting. It was well documented that the Nazi leader had notoriously bad teeth and gum disease, which led to extremely bad breath. (laughs) He looks like he'd have stinky breath. He does look like that. He looks like a jerk. By the end end of his life, he only had uh, a few of his original teeth left, which left him with a complicated set of bridges and dentures. Mm. That, according uh, to this forensic team, made identifying his jawbone relatively simple. His teeth appeared to match x-rays taken of Hitler's teeth in 1944 and descriptions provide by, uh, provided to the Soviets by Hitler's dentists him, themselves proved that these were Hitler's teeth. Yep. The teeth are authentic. There's no possible doubt. This is a quote uh, by Philippe Chahria, oh, Philippe The le lead author of the study. So they supposedly were able to prove these were Hitler's teeth. Mm. And uh, unless he's running around without a jawbone, he died in the bunker in 1945.
0: Did you see that movie Downfall? It's a, uh, it's a it's it's no. a a movie about the final days of Adolf Hitler. came out a few years ago. It's all in German. No. Wow. It's all, all in just, German? I don't no, know no, if no. I could watch that. No, you got to watch it. No. You think it would be uh, annoying yeah. and difficult to watch? It's yeah. not. It's probably the most amazing... The guy who plays Hitler's yes, good? Yes. Oh, the okay. most amazing portrayal of Hitler you've ever seen. You know,
1: it's, the guy who played Hitler in the Inglorious Bastards movie was good, too. Well, uh, hey, this guy he, blows him out of not in the water. It very, very much, but... You, did you like that movie, Inglorious Bastards? Uh... The guy, Christoph Waltz, yeah. puts on an amazing mm. performance. Great actor. It's
0: good. Uh he's he's great. So it. So anyway, my thoughts on, on, on this Hitler theory. Yeah. I I don't um you know, there is that television show, uh, Finding Hitler or Hunting Hitler, whatever it is. Yeah. Here's the thing though. If you know anything about Hitler and his final days, yes. medically he had a lot of problems. He did. Right? He had uh, Parkinson's bad. Yeah. Uh mentally he was not in a right state of mind. He was on numerous drugs. He'd sure. been uh He'd been medicated for years and years on some heavy-ass stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, so even if he would have survived the war, he wouldn't have lived much longer after that, I don't believe.
1: Well, they put out—and, of course, the the Germans were still trying to fulminate the resistance to the encroaching allies. So they put out a statement that uh, Hitler was killed gloriously in battle Mm. while leading his men, which is obviously not true. He he killed himself. Uh, And supposedly he took cyanide pills and then shot himself for some reason. Right. Probably took the cyanide pills. He's like, holy crap, this hurts. And then he shot himself.
0: Yeah, I mean, plus, plus I don't think his ego would have allowed him to be captured anyway. As no. you said, he didn't want his body to be – he didn't want to be um, treated like Mussolini when he was captured. That's right. Mussolini got messed up. Dragged through the, the, the square and hung, hung by his ankles well, or whatever. Well, that's actually better naked.
1: than what happened to uh, Gaddafi who was uh, sodomized with a knife. Yeah, that's not good. Anyway, so that's the Hitler story. He, he died in 1945. He's not still alive but but you he, know what it's yeah. interesting I'm sorry to interrupt you to step on you but um, I think when you have such a large personality mm. and a, such a large figure I yes. guess it's it's difficult for people to think that um, that he would die right that especially that you know quickly and that suddenly I mean and, and they took a poll and just doing research for this program they took a poll of people in 1945 and it was like 70 percent of the population thought he was still alive mm. so it's it's just difficult for people to wrap their head around the fact that he would be dead
0: that's true. You know, we'll wrap your head around it. Wrap your head around it. I don't understand that term. Wrap your head around it. How do you wrap your head around anything? Well, you know, your your, uh, your brain, your uh, your thought processes. How do you wrap it around? Well, you try, to, you try to envelop it. You try to understand it. I don't know. All right, so here we are at the halfway point of the show. Okay. And we're going to do a... Uh, you know, we like to promote music. We love music here on the program. And uh, I think we might... Uh, We've done this in the past where we've played music from uh, from up-and-coming bands. Yes. And but I think we're gonna we have to create a name for this segment because we're gonna do it uh, ever so often. Okay. So yep. what can we call it? Well uh, let's get
1: let's solicit suggestions from our audience. Hmm. Send us a note yep. at theeonproject at yahoo.com. That's T-H-E-E-O-N project at yahoo.com. You can also get a hold of us on Twitter and Facebook.
0: How about music? Music that's new. zick <laughs> No, terrible. All right. So this band. It's a band called OLC for short, which stands for Overseas Love Crisis. Ooh. And that reminds me of I when I was overseas. Yes. Uh, That's a cool name. There were a few crisis uh, with some foreign ladies yes. uh, overseas. It's still that happening. That never were paid for, oh. of course. And they're still hunting me we, down. We the, ran. the Yakuza is. The Yakuza. Anyway, I'm going to read their bio if you don't mind. I don't mind. Thunderous power chords and soaring vocals meet groovy hip-hop beats and catchy pop riffs and the eclectic music of OLC. Based out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, OLC has been bringing great live music for close to three years and is not slowing down. They have opened for national touring acts such as CKY, I don't know what that stands for, The Dead Daisies, and Spence, and never failed to put on a show that leaves the concert going coming back for more. Concert goer, I should say. Hmm. OLC is comprised of singer, rhythm guitarist Charles Keene, lead guitarist Brett Welch, bassist Blake Jones, and drummer Ben Schnitz. Hmm. I'll tell you what, with a drummer named Ben Schnitz, Schnitz, you can't go wrong. That's a cool name. You can also find the four switching it up on stage with Blake, Brent, and Ben, all taking turns on the vocals. Wow, that's They're amazing! Multi-talented. For someone who's tried to sing, I realize how difficult yeah, that can be. I can't do it either. Charles whips out his whips out a dr- a trumpet he as whips well. Whips out something, <laughs> and Brett hitting the drums for Ben to come up and come up and show off his rap skills. Oh, these guys are right up my alley. Eclectic. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. While most of their style falls under the pop punk category, you're hard-pressed to see OLC live and not witness alt-rock, hip-hop, ska, and funk all wrapped up into a set. OLC's newest album, Wannabe, was released on July 12th and can be found on all major streaming services along with their at their website, which is OverseasLoveCrisis.com. That's easy to remember. Yeah. And you can also find them, obviously, on all the major uh, social media sites and things of that sort. All right. So you want to hear them? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Ocean ride the ocean rather flow I think- So that's the latest song from OLC, Overseas Love Crisis, called Still Okay. It's really good. Soon to be a hit. And, you know, it's actually, uh, that particular song is very reminiscent to me of late 90s, early yeah, we, 2000s, we just, yeah, like, uh, punk, like Blink-182. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if you remember the band uh, sr 71 They had yeah. one big hit called Right Now. That It reminds me a lot of that. And uh, what was another band that, uh, yeah, there's a lot, there
1: were a few bands that were, that, like you said, that kind of music was was really popular it's, back then.
0: Exactly. And it's, uh, it's I, all I really good. definitely love that kind of music, and I love them. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're... Uh, they want to be on the show, and uh, we can promote them any way we can. Yep. And uh, so listen, listen, go check them out. What'd yep. you think?
1: I think that, that
0: if I was a woman, yeah, I'd be a groupie. I'll tell you what, they must get some ladies. If they want if That's... they could sit there and switch instruments, and everybody's singing, yeah. dancing around, playing trumpet. What is it about
1: about musicians that women, uh, you know? And, and here's the thing, and this is not just I, I'm not, you know, obviously everyone knows that that, that chicks dig musicians, mm. but but you could be. A big, the big pile of crap as a person, you could be unkempt, unclean, you could have no job, you could have no money, you could have, uh, be living in a cardboard box. But mm-hmm. if you can strum a guitar, chicks dig you.
0: It what didn't work that? for me. It didn't work? No. Oh. I mean, I'll, I, I I pluck a few strings now and again.
1: Yeah, but you're doing pretty good. You're, you, have a, you have a
0: beautiful wife and a nice home. Well, it wasn't because okay. of that. It's because I, I drugged her. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, Cosby. <laughs> no, I shouldn't joke about that. No. Huh? He just went to jail at...
1: You better not ever be uh,
0: uh, try to get on the Supreme Court. No, definitely not. So I'm going to start my uh, my bit with a uh, bizarre news story. And, you know, as any uh, older, uh, mature, grown men uh, would do, we like to talk about pooping here on of the course, program. Of course, all the time. So the, the headline of this is, Another mystery mad pooper is terrorizing lawns in New York. Oh. Yes. That's not me. I, I never go to New York. I hate it. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Police in New York Village are searching for yet another mad pooper. An unidentified person is currently on a pooping spree in Orchard Park, New York, per the uh, Daily New York Daily Times. Multiple homeowners Uh-oh. have allegedly noticed human feces suddenly appearing on their lawns. Now, how do they know it's, it's human? I don't know. Maybe just a large just, dog.
1: Well, I don't know. Human poop does look a little different from dog poop. It doesn't have
0: like the swirl. The oh, not has swirl. swirl. So what do you, what do you think a, a freestanding pile of human poo looks like? <laughs> I don't know, but I would avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> a concerned townsperson went so far to take out an ad in the Orchard Park Penny Saver, oh, a free com- a uh, community saver. periodical, to the person who was pooping on our lawns in the village of OP, she wrote. Stop! <laughs> Stop it!
1: I don't want the to ad, pick up your poop.
0: The ad also states that the homeowner has installed trail cams. Uh-oh. We'd imagine this would be the strongest deterrent of all. To get a citation is one thing, but to have your defecation caught on camera <laughs> seems bad. While this pooper not be a copycat pooper per se, their crimes do resemble those of the famous, infamous mm. Colorado Springs Mad Pooper. The Mad Pooper. In of September, Colorado that j- jogger defecated numerous times outside one family's home, eschewing the gas station and public restrooms nearby. Eventually, a man claiming to represent the pooper's family apologized for her actions. It was a female. Ah. Oh, unbelievable. Her, it was attributing <laughs> her actions to traumatic brain injury. <laughs> <laughs> He my, also, my traumatic brain injury makes me poop on your lawn. He also alleged that her right to poop in people's yards was protected on the First Amendment. It is? Which is absolutely not true. No, it's not true. Stay safe out there, Orchard Park, and when you check that trail cam footage, brace yourself for the S word you might find. But let me ask you this.
1: Are they finding just the poop, or is there paper products? Because if there's no paper products, what's that person
0: doing? What, are they just running around with poop particles sticking out of their butt? That reminds me of a surveillance video I saw one time. Uh-oh. This is This actually was so stomach-churning. I couldn't believe it. It was in a grocery store. Yeah. And you see a woman pushing her little cart down one of the aisles, the bread aisle, I believe. Yes. She got to the very end, looked behind her. There was nobody in the aisle. Except dropped, the camera. <laughs> dropped her drawers quickly, pinched a loaf near the French bread. Really? And then just continued on her way like nothing happened. Hmm. I don't understand she it. She really had to get that out. <laughs> yes. That's interesting. All right. So my next uh, celebrity uh, death hoax, death... Fake death story. Fake death. And we talked earlier about why is it that we find these stories are so prevalent? And and I think it depends also too on the the popularity. In my case it's a musician, right? Right. So this musician was probably one of the biggest or was the biggest act in music for many, many years, and still has a very huge and loyal following. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the Elvis Presley is alive story. Oh, yeah. and we've all heard this. We have I'm not gonna get too far into the weeds on uh, you know, all the different uh, you know, why and th- and how and all this stuff. I'm going to talk a little bit about it, but I'm, I'm more interested in um, how this happens. Right. Like, why did this happen? Right. So we all know Elvis came to be early on in the 50s, the mid early to mid 50s. Right. And when he first uh, started came- coming onto the scene. Well, before you
1: get into that, let yeah. me just say about that time period. I, I, I didn't know a whole lot about Elvis, but there's this documentary on HBO called The Searcher. Mm. Uh, it's about Elvis's early life. It's great. Yeah, it's very, very good. Elvis was a, a an interesting dude came from nothing, right. like literally nothing. Uh, and he, he, he used to go to a, um, and largely – well, it, at that time it was segregated and they wouldn't allow black musicians to play in mm. white clubs. So he used to go to the black halls and listen to them play music because they were better. Right. And, you <laughs> and you he can, got a lot of his influences from Sure, that. you can hear the influences in yeah. his voice and his yeah. playing
0: and things of that sort. But interesting interesting facts and, and side notes, Elvis was actually a twin. He had, oh, a, yeah. he had a twin brother that died at birth. Mm-hmm. His name was Garen Presley, G-A-R-O-N. Oh. Uh, and Alvis was actually a natural blonde, really? and he dyed his hair jet black because that was the style all of then. his life, yeah. and, and slicked it back. So if you were if you were wondering about that, I
1: wasn't. but Thank you.
0: Oh, you weren't? No. Okay. So anyway Elvis and we're going to jump ahead quickly to Elvis and when he died he died and actually on August 16 1977 and that was at the age of 42 years old, Not that old. and I myself currently am 42, 42 years old right. so I remember as a kid looking back at what Elvis looked like he looked just like a old to man his, he was old yep. and fat yep. and all drugged up Yep. and uh, now I look at it I'm like, man that's how old I am when he passed away so clearly I'm doing much better than Elvis because yeah, I'm only doing uh, better than Elvis I'm only slightly overweight. Oh. And not as overweight, and not nearly as you're not, riddled you're with you're drugs. They're not, not puffy. <laughs> he was puffy. So he actually died on the commode. Oh. Um, apparently, the way that he was uh, he was found is that he it looked like he was going to the bathroom, died, and then fell forward, that's, face first. You know, that's one of my worst
1: fears is that I'm going to die on the
0: toilet. Yeah.
1: You know, I don't want. I, I, everybody has to die. You know, it's going to happen at some point. Mm. But you don't want to die in the toilet. And Then somebody has to pick that up. And sure. You don't want
0: that. But I guess he was in the same position. Like he was just crouched down. And he was just. He'd been on the floor. I'd
1: be like a bear
0: and go off into the woods and just you know and die alone in peace. I'd like to die in a in a creative way. No, um, I'd like to live a ripe old age. But I think when I'm old, mm-hmm. I think what I would I would like to have happen would either be, um, to be run over by a locomotive, uh-huh. or possibly eaten by tigers. You don't want it to say in your death certificate, uh, death by sexual misadventure. No, <laughs> if I'm like a hundred, that would be kind of kind of interesting. So supposedly the cause of death, and there was some uh, controversy surrounding that. They say that originally they ruled it as a, as a heart attack. Um, yeah, but they rule everything as a heart attack because sure. that's what happens.
1: Your heart stops. That's why you exactly. die.
0: There's really only two ways you can die. You yeah. Either it's loss of blood and blood pressure or you have a central nervous system Something. interruption. That's really it. You either the brain goes or your heart goes. That's right. But anyway, we all know that supposedly he had like 14 different kind of kinds of drugs in his system. Uh, all kinds of different prescription pills and drugs and things of that sort.
1: Now, what? Let me ask you this. And, and I'm sorry if this deviates no, from the topic, but you, you you know a lot about Elvis that I don't know. Was he did he have like legit medical issues that required medication, or was he just addicted to pain meds or like you know, recreationally? Because a lot of times people start. Because they have an injury or something along those lines.
0: You know what? I, I don't know for sure, but I, hmm. I think I do remember hearing a story that that's how it originally started. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, it just progressed from there. And as we know, that that's a big problem this day of and age course. as well. Right. The opioid uh, issues that people have. Well, that's have.
1: because you could just walk into a doctor's office and say something hurts, and they give you a
0: script for pain meds. Sure. And anyway. Make it too easy. But anyway, some of the theories are that the reason he would fake his death is because, like we talked earlier, supposedly he was involved in the mafia, Whoa. and he was afraid of a mafia-type hit. He owed him money or something, or he Why was, was involved, he involved with
1: the mafia. He was like the
0: world most famous person no, in the world. Supposedly, he got involved in, uh, involved with them in some way, and he thought that he was going to be killed by them. Mm. So, in order to do that, he faked his death. Okay. And uh, so, and he went into hiding so that uh, that he couldn't be found by the mafia and be killed in that way. Okay. So, but it started the the Elvis is alive theories started shortly after his death, mm-hmm. when supposedly a sighting of Elvis happened at the Memphis airport, and a gentleman that looked like him. By the name of John Burroughs, Ooh. got on a plane to Buenos Aires. Ah, he's and, going to hang out
1: with Hitler and Joseph Mengele. That's
0: right. That's exactly right. What the hell? And uh, that's where it first started. Somebody said they saw Hit- uh, Hitler. <laughs> saw they saw him. Elvis getting on a plane in Memphis. That would be funny if Hitler was on a plane in Memphis. That would be funny. And he was hanging out at Graceland with Elvis. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Um, they probably wouldn't have got along. So that's where it first started. And then from years and years, and I remember what got me super involved and interested in this as a youth was yeah. I, had, I was friends with a kid named Keith Garneau.
1: Hopefully Keith listens Hopefully to program. Hopefully he's listening
0: to the program. I, wherever I he is. remember Keith he was a great dude. Wherever he is, I hope he's listening. Yeah. But he was a uh, he was very advanced musically yeah. for his age. Yeah. Know a lot of stuff. And he was into different things. But he got me into the Elvis's uh is a live theory. And we used to get these uh newspapers. I don't, I don't even know if they still make them. They were called the the Weekly World News. Oh, that's the one with like the bat
1: child and That's
0: right. It was like a tabloid. You get at the supermarket. I don't supermarket. think they make that anymore. And they they for years uh many many episodes or uh, issues in the 80s, and 90s. Would put these Elvis's alive pictures, and it'd yep. be an old, El, an old picture of Elvis with gray hair and a beard and stuff like that. <clears throat> so we got into trying to figure out was he really alive. And that's where my my love of this came from. Okay. And one of the theories is that so if you look at Elvis's tombstone, right, it has his his, uh, his three names on it. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. Oh, me neither. Elvis Aaron Presley, Aaron being his middle name.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> Supposedly, the real way that you spell his name is A R O N. But on his tombstone, it's spelled A A R O N.
1: Well, the normal spelling is two A's.
0: That's right, but he's A he sp- A Ron. Apparently, his was spelled A R O N, and they did that so that you could say, "Hey, well, El- actually, Elvis isn't really in this tomb because it's not his oh. real name." Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And then there's a there's fam- a lot of weird stuff
0: w- related to his his funeral too, wasn't there? That's right. That's right. Supposedly, he witnessed his own funeral. There's a famous. Uh, <clears throat> What's wrong with you? you?
1: keep having to kill I have your something throat. in my throat. What's wrong with you? I
0: have this hot uh, tea here. Yeah, but it's not helping. No, it's You're a hot tea. ruining everything. No, it's a hot tea. No, it's hot. It's a tea. It's, it's, it's not
1: hot. It's hot. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hut. hey hut.
0: listen. Hut tea. Can you hear? Can you hear this? Hold on. Can you hear me talking into the teacup? Hold on. Mm. <laughs> you should do a tea
1: commercials. So good. Actually, you shouldn't because it's not helping you.
0: Of course, it is. No. So yeah, there was quiet. the famous uh, pool sighting. Apparently, uh, there was a picture of a man hanging out by Elvis's pool house. <laughs> and uh, after his death, and everybody said that it was him. If he did fake his own death, would he hang out at his own house?
1: No, <laughs> <Yeah>, maybe. <laughs> Pretty stupid. There
0: were a lot of sightings at him, believe it or not, in, in a place in Hong Kong called Lan Kwao Fong's Entertainment Hub. Oh, I've been there. And that was in the 90s. Hmm. Uh, I've been there in the 90s. Have you? No. What's going on there? I don't
1: know. I've never been to Hong Kong.
0: No? No. Nope. Here's, here's one of the craziest theories, and this is the Home Alone theory.
1: Home Alone. Do you remember the movie Home Alone I, of course with I remember I remember the, Culkin? Yes. From
0: 1990? Yep. Supposedly, he made an appearance in this film, and there's a there's a part where they're what? yeah, so there's a part a part where they're in the airport, and uh uh what, what was Macaulay Culkin's name in that movie? What was oh, it? Do you remember? I
1: don't, I don't remember his name. Oh, you gotta little remember. Kid, though.
0: Anyway, the mother's name was Kate. She was hot. And there's a part where Catherine she, O'Hara. Yeah, there's a part mm. where she's uh is that her
1: name Catherine O'Hara? I
0: don't know. I think so. She's at the airport uh, the, the ticket counter at the airport mm-hmm. frantically. Yes. And <clears throat> if you look in the background, <laughs> there's actually a still of this. Okay. You look in the background, there's a picture of a bearded man that looks much like Elvis. His name was Kevin, And he's just the standing there. It was Kevin, yeah. Kevin, sorry. You're right. He the king. So if you look at the photo, actually, I looked at it last night. Yeah? It, it actually looks like Elvis. So why would he... Why would the film... Okay, because you, you, you've been on film
1: sets. Yeah. Everything is controlled. Yes. So they would know who was in the background of their
0: shot. Well, he, he came in as an extra. Oh, okay. So he signed up and he got as paid... As John the, Burrows. He got paid the 80 bucks he for the day. He flew in from Buenos Aires. Oh. And okay. uh, stood in the background. but. It actually, he actually looks better in the Home Alone movie than he would have when he was still alive. <laughs> you know, he's got a beard, yeah. And you can compare the two photos. It, you know, he, he resembles Elvis, a younger Elvis with a beard. You know, there's a uh, there's a, there's a lot of
1: fan fan theories about the Home Alone movies. Yeah, I'm not going to get into them because that's a show in and of itself. We we talked a little bit about it with the Scooby Doo uh, fan theories about it being a uh, conspiracy and all that stuff. Yes, There's stuff about Home Alone too. Oh, like that the father was in the mafia and. Uh, the, the robbers, Joe Pesci and uh, mm. Daniel Stern, were like mafia enforcers. Oh. And, I don't know. This is whole big... Interesting. P- people read way too much into they this do. stuff. They have... What about
0: Uncle Buck? Was there any any uh, hidden messages in that
1: movie? You know, Uncle Buck, everybody loves that. I didn't think it was that good. I wasn't a big... I like John Candy. Mm. I wasn't really a big fan. I, like... I think John Candy's best movie was Summer Rental. Summer Rental that was good. great.
0: Oh, his wife was good looking His wife was
1: hot. His daughter was hot. Yeah. What was her name? Carrie I don't Green, know. I think her name was.
0: She was in Goonies. <laughs> No. Yes. Oh, she that's was. right. That's right. She you're, was right. In Goonies, yes, you're right. Yes. Right. Man, was awesome. That's right. I wonder what happened to her. Anyway. She's uh old now. She's older. Yeah, we're all old. <laughs> anyway, I think the biggest one of the biggest um uh pieces of evidence that people were using that Elvis was alive was that back in the uh late '70s, early '80s, early to mid '80s, was there was a um, uh, an artist, a musical artist, and he went by the the secret name of Orion or Orion, was it Orion or Orion. That's however you want to say it. And he went Ryan. by that one name, okay. Orion. And he put out many, many uh, albums. And it looked he kind of looked like Elvis, but he was a masked Elvis. Oh, he had, we put a mask. on. He had like a mask on his face, oh. like just covering his eyes and his nose. Okay, but the hair looked similar. <laughs> and if you, you li- don't think he did that on purpose, oh, of course. <laughs> but if you listen to the guy sing, he's Elvis reincarnated. Oh, he sounds just like him. So he was. Re- was it was it new music or did he do covers? Uh, both. Oh, yeah, both. So, uh, me myself and Keith Garneau. In his, uh, in his bedroom, as youths, experimenting <laughs> what with else things. You, what else did you do? <laughs> we used to take uh, Orion album covers, mm-hmm. and we used to take magnifying glasses and look at them and try oh. to try to pick out the, the similarities between Orion and Elvis. Did you ever find anything? Well, we looked at his teeth, and we're like, oh, the teeth match up. But of course, that, there was no evidence in that, because we, were, <laughs> we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I was going to say, are you suddenly dental experts? But it turns out, and obviously this was before the age of the internet, so nobody could figure out who the hell Orion was. But nowadays, if you type in Orion into Google, you will find out that his, he was a guy by the name of Jimmy Ellis.
1: He <laughs> was and, an Elvis impersonator.
0: Uh, pretty much. He, he didn't start out that way. He started out as a legitimate musician back uh, in the 50s and 60s. He does sound an awful lot like Elvis. You, you, if you closed your, your eyes and just listened, you would think it was Elvis. You
1: know what I think? Is, it just brings up an interesting thing that has nothing to do with our topic. You, you know what a tribute band is. You you've heard tribute bands that they like yes they do their best to sound and look and act just like sure famous now it's unbelievable how good a lot of these musicians are yes they're great musicians in in and of in their own right but why do they spend so much time to try to sound like somebody else why don't they do their own thing well, that's, 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 their, that. that's
0: their musical niche, you know what I mean? No, I feel bad. Maybe they're happy doing because that. Because they're probably great, you know, they could probably create their own great stuff. That, well, you know what? That's the problem, though, is that not necessarily everybody can create good stuff that people want to listen to. No, original suppose, stuff, suppose, you know what I mean? Trust me, I've tried, and I've yeah. had little success to know. It. Yeah, well, but anyway, yeah. so poor Jimmy Ellis, he, he died, actually, in 1998. He was shot during a robbery oh, no. at his own pawn shop. Read a pawn Jimmy's shop? Pawn Shop. In, uh I, I forget it? where that was. Probably Las Vegas. Alabama, maybe? I don't know. Somewhere down south. Oh, that's too bad. And, uh, but so Jimmy Ellis was not Elvis. Jimmy Ellis was not Elvis. No. So I do believe Elvis is dead. I think he died, uh, yeah. as we stated earlier, on the commode yep. with his last piece of kingly evidence floating in the toilet behind him.
1: A lot right, Dennis Leary.
0: And, uh, and then uh, that's it.
1: All right. Well, we have one more topic, uh, one more fake death story to talk about before the end of the program today. Should okay. Should I just dive right in? Dive
0: into it, man. we got plenty of time here. So
1: you've heard of the Doors. The famous like rock Frank's band. from
0: the Door store,
1: almost like Frank, except more famous. Okay, you've heard of the Doors. If you've if you've heard a Doors song, you know you've heard a Doors song. They had a a very unique sound. Oh, are you them.
0: Ready, ready. Here's my Jim Jim Morrison impression. Yeah, Riders on the Storm. Riders on the Storm. Well, you sound just like them. How's that? Pretty good. All right.
1: Anyway, so the Doors were a band, obviously back in the uh, in the late '60s, early '70s, um, and they were they had a very very unique sound to them. But they had an even more unique lead singer, one Jim Morrison. Yes. Morrison was an enigmatic man. He was deep and spiritual. And he had lots of problems with authority, as as a a lot of rock musicians do for some reason. Mm -hmm. In 1967, soon after inking their first record deal, Morrison became the first rock star ever to be arrested on stage during a show. (laughs) Didn't he pull out his wiener? Aha. Uh. Prior Prior to this show in New Haven, Connecticut, December 1967, Jim Morrison was making out with a female fan in a bathroom. Uh, when a cop happened upon them, a police officer, uh, the cops told him to move on. He didn't recognize Morrison. He wasn't fam- really famous at the time. He told him to move on, at which point Jim looked at the cop and said, eat it. Uh-oh. <laughs> the cop didn't like that, so he maced him.
0: And that was back in the day when cops could beat you. And get yeah, away they would with just it. beat you for no reason.
1: So he uh, he maced him. So the show was delayed for an hour But, but while Jim recovered from his macings. <laughs> at which point uh, when the show started, Morrison got on stage and began an expletive-laden rant against the police, mm-hmm. who then decided that they had enough and they arrested him on stage. Morrison was taken to a local police station, photographed, and booked on charges of inciting a riot, oh. indecency, and public obscenity. That's the most rock and roll story ever. Yep. So you're making out with a groupie, you tell the cop to go screw, you get <laughs> maced, you recover, you go on stage, and you rip the man, and then you go to jail.
0: You go to jail. <laughs> That's a pretty cool. All the story. while, high as a kite.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> So, Morrison was a heavy drinker and a drug user, and he was known for his unpredictable antics on stage, sometimes taking long breaks in the middle of songs while the band continued to play behind him. You, know, you ever hear some of those door songs that go on forever? It's all instrumental and yeah. stuff, and you you know, that's the part where Jim laid down and wouldn't get back up.
0: Exactly. There's some some <laughs> rare uh, video of him just laying around, rolling around on the ground.
1: Imagine being in the band, and you're like, do we keep playing? With his there? leather
0: pants on. Do we, do we stop? What I do don't we-? look good in leathers, dude. Leather pants, leathers. Who looks
1: good in leather pants? Only leather only... pants.
0: I have a leather pants, leather belt. Only Jim Morrison. I have a leather uh vest that I wear on occasion, hmm. and uh, leather boots, hmm. and a leather bowler cap. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Anyway, Jim Morrison was uncomfortable with fame, and he decided. Oh, well, he devolved into heroin use and had a bunch of run-ins with the law due to his lewd acts on stage. Uh, Jim Morrison's career was actually only a few years. They they really started to become famous nineteen sixty-seven, and by nineteen seventy-one, it was all over.
0: You know Jim Morrison's father was a high-ranking admiral in the U.S. Navy? I did not know that. He was.
1: Morrison's downfall began at a 1969 concert in Florida when he was accused of exposing his genitalia in front of the audience. He pulled out his his package and waved it at everyone. I wonder what it looked like. I don't know. Afterwards, he was convicted of indecent exposure and profanity, leading many promoters to start canceling shows for the band. So this was 1969, um, just a couple years after they started. Uh, By March 1971, Morrison's troubles had followed him uh, and he had moved to Paris with his girlfriend, Pamela Corson. While in Paris, it was uh, the door's front man gained so much weight that he became almost unrecognizable, leading, leading a lot of people to believe that his health was in danger. He blew up like a balloon eating those Paris pastries. Sure. Who wouldn't? Early in the morning of July 3rd, 1971, he was found dead in the bathroom of the apartment that he shared with Pamela Corson. She called the authorities, but they arrived too late to revive him. He was declared dead of heart failure brought on by heroin use. Mm-hmm. However... No autopsy was ever performed because, according to French law, if there's no if there's no uh, foul play evident, then mm. they don't do an autopsy. I don't I don't know if it's that way now, but that's the way it was back okay. then. Okay,
0: our friends the French.
1: Right. So some crazy theories started moving around that Jim Morrison faked his own death to escape the public life. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. What the hell are you doing? Uh, some suggest that Jim Morrison is living in New York City still, reciting poetry. He oh. was a poet. If you will listen to some of the? It's very esoteric and. The Doors songs are very uh It's like spoken spiritual. word. Yeah, it's not really singing. A lot of it is mostly. Hold
0: on. Let me see if I can come up with something quick. Okay. right. Yep. There stood long was the tall person with a styrofoam and the sun beaded down on my head for thus forever. And then here we are today. Now again around the moon and goodbye. How was that?
1: Not very good. <laughs> Out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here we is stoned. Immaculate. Well, That's was, the kind of uh, Did you make lyric. that up? No. No. Oh. <laughs> so some people think that he's uh, still alive in New York City. Others believe that he moved to Oregon. Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. And opened up a, it's actually called the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch. Hot yoga? Do they do a hot yoga there? Under the name of Bill Lawyer. Hot oh, yoga. A goat yoga? There are some people say that he's still out there and he's being, uh, being as weird as, as he was back in the 60s.
0: Hmm. Probably not. You know what would be amazing and awesome? What? Is if that was actually true. Okay. And then all of a sudden he just came back to the public eye after am. all these years. <laughs> An old bearded Jim Morrison. yeah, started tearing it up. You know on stage again. Did you, you you did you see the
1: Doors film that the Oliver Stone film? That with, was a good movie. Val Kilmer. yeah, very good movie. Val Kilmer, I thought played a great Jim Morrison. yeah. At, what happened to Val Kilmer dude? He was awesome. Back in the 90s, 80s and 90s, he was great.
0: He's going around doing spoken word crap now, too, I think. He
1: started eating his co-stars he and did. became very fat. He did. I don't know what he's doing nowadays.
0: You know, <clears throat> that, that reminds me of, uh, uh, so as you just stated, the Doors movie, right? Yep. So there's been a number of musical biography movies over the years that, and actors have portrayed famous musicians, mm-hmm. right? Some of them are really good. Yeah, and and they and they actually play and sing all all the songs, and I think Val Kilmer was one of them. To be honest, I think he sang those songs. Um, I don't know that he did. I think he did. You know who okay. was another one was uh, Jamie Foxx, who he played Ray Charles. Yep, he uh, played the piano and he did the singing.
1: Jo- Joaquin Phoenix
0: played Jim- Johnny Cash. Actually,
1: supposedly Johnny Cash himself picked Joaquin Phoenix to play himself oh. in, the, and he did his singing.
0: Well, was he still alive then? Yeah. Oh, okay. And
1: uh, he he picked his. Uh, uh, well, uh, jo- uh, Joaquin Phoenix sang his own songs in that movie. Which right. Is, is, they're pretty good. Right. Yeah. So.
0: so the newest one now is the Freddie Mercury, the, the Queen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Queen plays Queen movie coming Mercury? Uh, I don't know. Some no-name guy. Oh. But he's got a nice mustache. So that's the key. Once you nail the mustache, you've nailed Freddie Mercury. That mustache was pretty iconic you be careful when you nail Freddie Mercury. Yeah, you might end up with something. You got anything else you want to add about this? No, I just think it was an interesting program about
1: people faking their own deaths. Don't get any ideas from it, though. You really can't escape your responsibilities by doing that.
0: No, you can't. And if you get caught, you get in trouble, I think, right?
1: You get in trouble for... Free- yeah, it's a, it's a crime. It's fraud. Mm. Because, you know, everyone has insurance policies. That's and- right and everything of the sort so there would be
0: some sort of financial
1: okay financial.
0: alright so good show man that was fun I like talking about music stuff yep. and uh, of course we had a musical act the Overseas Love Crisis yep. which we uh, enjoyed quite quite amazing uh, yes. good good sound yep. so go check them out also if you have anything you want to add to uh, our program feel free to contact us at theeonproject.yahoo.com at Yes. And you can search us up on iTunes and leave us a nice review so you can get a free guitar out of it. Free guitar. And uh, you know what? I'm going to just... Can keep... I win the free guitar? I'm going to keep leaving my own reviews. I don't... You know what? It would be wasted on me because I have no musical abilities. Well, you could give it
1: to me. I could.
0: How's that? Sounds like a good. Are we going to come back next week with something new and interesting? Something
1: new and interesting. Got some things working in the works and working works.
0: Working it. Yep. Are you going to work it tonight? Maybe. Might be doing it right now. Oh. Put your pants on. All right. Until next time, just remember, the truth exists. Believe it.